This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by Empower Your Reality. Empower Your Reality is an online consciousness school that helps level up individuals to remember the greatness of who they are, to break through these barriers and create and achieve the freedom that you desire. We also have a one-on-one coaching program for entrepreneurs and chiropractors to where we teach how to double your profits, how to improve your relationships, how to increase your money, how to improve your business, how to improve your mental health and physical health. For more information, go visit www.empoweryourreality.com. Hey guys, Dr. Vic here, and we are diving deep with another amazing guest that I had on the podcast. This week, we had Mary Schneider on the show. And this is someone who had such a great energy with her prior to getting on. And we talked about a ton of different things. We got into what is frequencies. We talked about resonance repatterning. What is that? She talks about her story and we dive into ways on how you can transform and share some stories um, of what things you can do, how you can learn to help pivot, shift, change, enhance your life in many different ways. Mary is a healing arts and energetic medicine therapist with more than 30 years of experience. Since 1996, she has helped patients create positive change through a healing process known as resonance repatterning. Throughout her career, Mary has practiced this healing approach, which applies quantum mechanics and beliefs around energy and frequency to help patients repattern and successfully eliminate negative limiting beliefs. 
Her patients are representative of today's times with conditions ranging from alcoholism and addiction to depression and anxiety. From sound and light therapy to the Chinese five element acupuncture system, Mary has applied individualized approaches to help more than a thousand clients repattern their lives and remove limited beliefs around the world. Currently, Mary owns and operates her own residence repatterning private practice in Austin, Texas. She's a certified level two residence repatterning practitioner. While is the highest certification available for this revolutionary healing modality, she has also been featured on the Wellness Plus podcast. And prior to her therapeutic work, she served as a marketing and public relations executive for 20 years. Excited to share this episode with you guys. I had a blast being on here. We were just on the same wavelength and really, really just gelling here. So I know you're going to feel that energy. So without further ado, here is Mary Schneider. Mary, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on. I know we're going to be, we're on the same wavelength and this is going to be exciting. So listeners, while you're listening here, sit back, relax. This is going to be a good one. Um, And as always, my listeners know, I like to get right into things right off the bat. Don't waste any time here. So I want to know a little bit about your background, your story. How did you get into doing what you're doing today? Um, It was kind of a long road. Um, I was in marketing and PR for 20 years. And in that, in that 20 year period, I became um, an ordained minister and I really loved what I was doing in that realm. I studied a lot and I, um, I bought a ranch with three of my girlfriends and we were going to turn it into an environmentally sound experimental community and they were all healers and they came home one day and they, I was, I was of, of course in advertising, marketing and sales. So I was in a very different world and they came home one day and said, we're going to take this thing called holographic repatterning. You want to take it with us? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they bought it for me. So I went, I felt obligated to go. And it was very interesting. I got done with it and I thought, well, that's really cool. I'm never going to do that. And in order to get certified, you had to travel all over the country and spend a lot of money. And I was unwilling to do that. And the next thing I knew, a month later, the woman who um, developed and started residence repatterning. She came to Austin, Texas, where I live, and started doing all the trainings there. She lived in Phoenix. I, don't, I still have not got any idea why she came here. But I took all the trainings because they were here. And uh, when I got done, I said again, "Oh, this is great. You know, I I'll do this on my friends and family." And um, I had massive resistance to doing this in any kind of a way where I would be doing it, making a living. And that massive resistance, Vic, went on for five years. (laughs) And, And in that period of time, my life just went in a direction I really didn't want to go in. I probably couldn't have gotten a cab in New York City. Wow. And then one day, yeah, and I was 
trying to work for nonprofits and doing all these things that would keep me in a, in an environment where I would be working to, to help people and assist people, but nobody was hiring. And I, it was just, it was really a downhill spiral. And then one day I realized that I have this incredible technology that does help people, you know, light year is different in, in terms, light year is better in terms of, of its results. And so um, I decided I would try to go back into practice. And um, immediately <laughs> there was a, in, for the first time in five years, there was a residence repatterning training here in Austin. They let me in for free. And, and um, that was like two days later. And I started my practice and this was in 2001. And it just, my, my life took off again. It was, it was like a miracle. That's amazing. And why do you think the resistance, like, because a lot of people make these changes and there's always that fight. There's always that, um, um, trying to find a better term, but, um, that, that resistance, why do you think that, that, that exists in that essence when you're making it? Well, for me, it was, it was because I'm very stubborn. (laughs) (laughs) I know that feeling. (laughs) Yes. And I, I did not want to be a healer. I, I came from a family of healers. I, I really, you know, grew up with all of that. I wanted to do something different with my life, but you know, I, I was actually genetically predisposed to healing, you know, and I, I fought it because um, I, I, I was afraid I was going to hurt somebody. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, now, when you felt like you were going to hurt someone, is it just not the, was it not the depth of understanding what you were doing or, you know, cause I know I've, I've gone through like uh, my background's in energy medicine. So I've done stuff uh, in the past. And, and I know there was times I had worry of like, oh, I don't know if this is, hopefully this helps. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm like, I, I know I've had some results. Let's see how this goes. Um, right. And, and my intention is good. <laughs> I'm clear. I grounded myself. I, my intention right. is clear. This has all got to work for the better here somehow. Uh, <laughs> yes. you know, was it more of that, like lack, like not having enough practice in it? Or was there a belief system behind where, you know, having that faith and trust in yourself and the powers of be, if you want to call it, to be able to do that kind of work? All of the above. Yes. All of the above. I um, had a difficult time seeing myself as a healer and the people, the three people who had bought me the trainings, they were all healers. Okay. One and really big time healers. One of them was a homeopath. One of them was a a, um, psychologist. And the other one was a a nurse midwife who, who worked on the Cambodian border during the Vietnam war. You know, she could heal bullet wounds and (laughs) the, I was in marketing and PR. I had no background. I, I had, when I was in college, I had a minor in psychology. I had been, when this happened, I had been studying energetic medicine for about six years. So I was very familiar with what was going on. However, I just, I did not feel that, that, that kind of a background was conducive to being an energetic healer. And it, it, uh, 
I started my first practice in 96 and I just got, I, I couldn't do it. I, I quit the practice in six months, even though it took right off, you know, I quit the practice in six months and I stayed away for five years. Oh, wow. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yes. And, and do you believe that? Um, Cause when it comes to healing, when I first got into that type of work, everyone was like, everyone's a healer. Everyone can heal. Absolutely. Uh, cool. I want to make sure I cross that. Um, yes, absolutely. And, and why do you think that is? Why can't everyone heal? Because a lot of times some people, you know, like myself, when I first started thinking of the healing process and all these things, uh, I always looked and was like, I don't know, me a healer? I, I can't see that. I'm like, you know, all, I, again, here comes these limited belief systems. All these other things are coming in. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, let's see. Um, I needed that, you know, that consistent practice and seeing the results to be able to build that confidence. Um, even though people said everyone can heal, they know how to, it's just it's intuitively, you know, how it's just, we've gotten too much in our left brain or got too logical and or separated from understanding that. Um, well, how can people, how can everyone heal? And if you don't mind sharing really quick. Well, I, Actually, what happened to me was over the course of those five years, I did resonance repatterning sessions on myself all the time to work through the resistance. And finally, after five years, I had worked through enough of that resistance, which was, wasn't just specific. That resistance wasn't just specific to resonance repatterning. It, it was a, a um, systemic issue for me. But yeah, I... I think what keeps people from being a healer are limiting belief systems, negative thoughts about yourself, and not having had the opportunity to take a look at all of that and clear it. And as you clear it, you just become more amenable to helping other people clear it. There are old Sufi, not Sufi, they're... Um, there are Vedic texts that talk about when you become enlightened and, the, and you are in this blissful, joyful place and you're singing God's name all the time and, and then something else happens, that stops and you turn around and you go back to the world and you teach other people to become enlightened. And that's when you really are. I love that. That, yeah. that, that is very powerful stuff right there. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, it's, it definitely is. And so let's, let's, let's look at, so we've, I've heard the term a couple times. I want to be able to just for the listeners have that opportunity to kind of define what is residence repatterning? It's a healing system. And it was developed by uh, an, a major healer. Her name is Chloe Wordsworth. She lives in Phoenix. And basically it's a way to optimize people's frequencies in order to change their lives. I love that. That and uh, for the listeners, they've heard this before. I always like to let the interviewer just you know share more of this. Is that when it comes to frequencies, is that consciousness? Is that a vibration? Um, what is how? Why is that make the shift for the individual to change their life? Well, it, frequency is a scientific term that refers to a measurement of energy, and everything has a frequency, right? Thoughts have a frequency, beliefs have a frequency, negative thought patterns, limiting belief systems, all the things that we engage in. Your liver has a frequency. Everything has a frequency. 
And um, if you, in terms of resonance repatterning, for an example, if you turn if you, on a radio, if you turn to a particular radio wave band, you'll get a program that goes with that frequency. If you turn the dial to another wave band, you'll get the you'll get the program that goes with that one. Love that. Resonance repatterning literally does that. It takes you from one frequency wave band to another. And it's always in the direction of up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yes. We don't want yes. to go down. <laughs> no, we don't. And we say that in resonance repatterning, we say that when it comes to any kind of an issue, that issue is a spiral. So you spiral up out of that issue and you may get to the first, the base of the spiral on your first session and then to the second or third level on your second session. But when you come around, sometimes you dip back down and you pick up other stuff um, that, is, that it is important for you to release. It's not a linear process. It doesn't go straight up, right? So true. I think, I think that was one of my, my hard understandings when I got into the world of energy healing and all that, where it was like, oh, no, because I was very left brain. And I'm like, this is how it has to go stage by stage by stage. And, <laughs> and life, you know, being stubborn, uh, took a couple of years to break that pattern. Uh, no pun intended there. But it was one of the things that was like, yeah, no, this is not how it works. It's uh, you go to where you need to go and it goes and how it has to. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's like a river, you know, it meanders. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And so how, you know, what are some of the things in your work that you've done that you would say that, you know, you mentioned a few things, limited beliefs, negative talk, and then also being able to, we we're talking about that from an energy healing standpoint. Are those the three things also that hold people back in their life, hold them in a pattern that's on a, a lower vibration? Um, and things along that nature? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, I'm working with somebody and they have um, a negative belief of, let's say, um, I am unlovable. That belief is embedded somewhere in their psyche and it informs everything that they do there. It's, it's definitely, it's in the, it's in the subconscious and they may not know that they have that belief, but every time they, they go to get into a relationship with somebody, it doesn't work out. Um, they, have, they have problems with their jobs. They do the same work over and over again. And they get into relationships with people who don't love them or they don't love them or, <laughs> or neither one of them loves each other. <laughs> And those are the kinds of, of very deep, profound things that we deal with and, and change. Gotcha. Did and that answer your question? It did. I mean, it, it hits all those aspects. And it's one of the things where, you know, for me and the work I do, I've always, I'm always listening to the stories that people say, the words they choose, the tone that they use with them. And then it's also the, 
you know, I look at their, you know, your experiences are ways to get you stuck in a way, right? Because if you have this negative belief system, uh, limited belief system, and all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm unlovable. And then the ego, the left brain will be like, well, I have to prove that now. I have to show you that you are because you're stating that. And then the experiences reinforce that neuro. I would being a chiropractor. I'm always like, yeah, it's reinforcing your neurology to keep firing those pat those patterns and memories of saying, yeah, look here, here's an example. Here's an example. Here's another example. And they get so stuck in that way. Um, but with your work though, with resonance repatterning, um, is there things too, where you kind of, I know there's things that I'll do where I'll look at their stories and I'll be like, okay, well, there's probably a story that there's someone in your life also who loves you. And I bet you, you can see it, find it. And, and, and you can think of that person immediately. And so if that's like saying, if there, there's limited beliefs is I'm unlovable, then I'm always like, there's someone there who is. So then where are you putting your energy to? Exactly. Exactly. And is that similar, similar to kind of the work when you're repatterning somebody in the residence? Yes, of course. Yes, of course it is. Yes. Uh, how we, how we do it is we have a, uh, we say that there's for every problem, symptom, disorder, or disease that a human pe- human being engages in or, or has, there's a, there's a uh, uh, structure underneath that issue that's endemic to them. And then we say, if you can find the structure of anything, you can change it. And since that structure is endemic to them, the healing modalities needed in order to change it have to be specific to them too. And so we, we use everything, color, light, sound, music, movement, the Chinese five element acupuncture, the Ayurvedic chakra system, cranial sacral. Um, and then of course, all the flower essences and, and, um, and essential oils, anything that moves energy, but we're trained in all of those modalities to find the particular um, set of, of them that will switch the structure underneath that person's issue. And the way we do that is the, we have repatternings and, and they're, they're essentially in books and the repatternings themselves. Like we have a book for chakras. We have a book for um, Chinese five element acupuncture system. We have a book for the energetics of relationship. I have tons of them. <laughs> I don't know how many I have. And we muscle check through lists. We do a lot of muscle checking. We access people's subconscious with muscle checking. And we muscle check through long lists of all of these repatternings. And it, it will stop. Muscle checking will stop at a particular repatterning. And that's the one that we end up doing with the client. I have been doing this for 25 years. The muscle checking and checking that has never been wrong. So for those who don't know, I mean, I'm very well familiar with muscle testing and so forth, but for the listeners, can you just kind of share, how does that work to be able to find it? Because someone may be listening going, I don't know what this Mary's talking about here. This is some crazy things. Muscle (laughs) testing to find an emotion. How the heck? (laughs) 
does that happen? I mean, I have it in my office where I have to explain patients like when I'm doing checks for adjustments, uh, I'm not even touching or looking. I'm just playing. They think I'm playing with their feet. And I'm always like, I'm not playing with your feet. I'm getting information from your feet. (laughs) What is the biggest thing that's needed today? And uh, so if you don't mind just sharing a little bit so they can be like, oh, okay, that makes a little sense here. Muscle checking has been around since the 16th century. And it's a way to find out what your body resonates with, what it doesn't. So I could find out if your body needed a particular vitamin C by putting the vitamin C in your, in one hand and telling you to take your other arm and put it out straight. And I would press on the arm. And if the arm stays strong, your body wants that vitamin C. It needs it. If your arm goes weak, your body doesn't need it. And you can use muscle testing for everything, all kinds of things, foods, I had a a group, a a family I worked with, and before they would go to get ice cream, they said, let's muscle check if we need ice cream. (laughs) Um, It's it's pretty amazing. It always amazes people who haven't done it before because it's obviously works. So it's so fast that it's obvious that it works. And we use it to access the subconscious So the repatternings are made up of all kinds of statements and beliefs that are, that are particular to the area of the psyche or the body that we're working with. And so we find out what the person resonates with that's negative. And then we do all kinds of modalities to make sure that they don't resonate with that any longer. We also go through a whole list of positive statements and beliefs and make sure that you resonate with those. And at the end of the session, um, we go over every one of those statements to make sure that you are actually really off for the negative ones and on for the positive ones, meaning you now resonate with the positive statements that came up. And in the process, you have, raised your vibration because all of the modalities that we use are modalities that that change people's frequencies and their vibration. So you're at a higher vibratory state. When you're at a higher vibratory state, things like I'm unlovable, those beliefs are very dense and they they can't stay. They fall away at a higher vibration. They just, and a lot of the clients will say, yeah, it's just not there anymore. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. It's amazing how that works. And, and do you also um, use, <clears throat> excuse me, use muscle testing also to find a modality that works for a, a client? Or oh, absolutely. Yes, to, we muscle I, check to see which, <laughs> which set of modalities. Yeah, we don't actually, Vic, we don't do anything without muscle checking. Of that. Yeah, and, and any part of the, the, um, the work that we do with a client, we do very little, uh, we never, we do, excuse me, we, we muscle check everything. I like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a cool way of doing things. I mean, from a healing perspective and a healing standpoint, I mean, I got into muscle testing about 14, 15 years ago, actually learned about it in chiropractic school with a couple of techniques we use with it. Yeah. 
and it was it was fascinating to be able to um, use that in ways not only just for healing or knowing where to make an adjustment or where the body needs the nervous system needs the most support but also just to like I remember when I was like working with a patient and I'd be like I have no idea what is going on with them but I'd be like you know what I, and, and this may sound weird for some of the listeners but I can uh, I wouldn't do this with the patient but I can be like I'll, I'll look at my wife and be like I need to borrow you for a second. And she's like, okay. And she understands this. I've done this with her before. I'm sure. like, I need to use your body to find out what's wrong with that patient. Right. And, and she'd be like, okay. When I first did it, she's like, how does that work? <laughs> I was like, well, I'll explain it later. Uh, I just need to do this. Cause I, I it's, it, cause it would bother me. I'd be like, I can't figure this out. And it's driving me nuts. So I would, I would do the work. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, it was sometimes it's the most simplest thing. Right. Right there. Yes. You know, and I just, just to, just to kind of support and, and share a story about what you're doing and how that works so well, especially with muscle testing. I had a patient that went, had some back pain going on and it was referring to around a rib. And so when she first brought it up, I said, I'll check one of your ribs. I go, if that's the issue, I'll make an adjustment. You should not really have, it, it should feel better. And it'll be a little less next time I see you. And she came back. No nope, pain was the same. No, no, no change, no nothing. And so I'm like, all right, let's, we got to dig a little deeper. There may be some other things. And she's like, okay, I'm going to check my gallbladder. She went to go check this. She went to check all this medical stuff. All came back normal, by the way. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, man, my gut's telling me liver. I'm like, I just feel like it's the liver. My gut is really calling me to that. So I'm like, you know what? Let me double check. I did my work. I checked straight. It was liver. I told her the herb she needed. I told her the time she was going to start feeling better. Sometimes it works out that way. Oh, so as long as you're consistent, yeah. here's what you can take. And this is how basically what your body's telling me. It's going to be about two to three weeks, roughly. She's like, how do you know this thing? She's very left brain. And I was like, I don't, I, I can't tell you the whole process of how this works. I understand it to a certain degree, but I think there's more beyond this than what my mind can comprehend, but I know it works and that's all that matters. And so long story short, she, about two weeks later, a week later, she's like, my pain's starting to get better. This is weird. Um, two weeks later, it's about 60, 70% better. Three weeks later, it's pretty much gone. And then she goes to see a specialist for liver. And she mentions milk thistle to them because that was one of the supplements that came up. And, uh, and, and the doc's like, that's not, that doesn't work. That doesn't help at all. And I was like, well, no one could figure out what was wrong with her. And I was able to figure out it was the liver. So I was like, I, I, I and I'm not taking credit for any of this because I had nothing. I'm just accessing. The sure. Field, right. You're just accessing the field. Sure. Sure. So the power behind this, guys, is very cool once you can play with this. But what I love is you can choose, like you said, does my body want ice cream today? <laughs> does, I, I love that. Or, you know, does my body, you know, uh, when we first learned this, I don't know if you did this when you were first learning this, we were all using it for everything. Like, okay, I'm going to have, dude, what do I want to eat tonight? All right, body, let's see what you want to eat tonight. And we would test and test and test and then be like, okay, body wanted that. All right, that's weird, but we'll go with it. I used to hang out in Whole Foods and I would be in the, the vitamin supplement session section and walk up to people. Do you need me to muscle check you for this? <laughs> and they'd be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always amazing. Uh, and, and the cool thing about that is you can use it in so many ways. I mean, so yeah, many ways, it's right? Just endless. Yes. I love that. And so when it comes to, you know, we're talking about emotions, you find what emotion they're at and you kind of help break the patterning with the modalities and so forth. Is this also helping the individual? Cause you said you talk with the subconscious mind with this. And I'm curious to know with, with someone's experience, right? If somebody went through like a trauma or something along that nature, um, is it working them through? Is it like shifting the, in a way, their perspective 
of that trauma to help it them act- heal? It actually happens, you know, we're energy, right? Energy is light. Light travels at 186,000 miles per second. And that's how, how fast, theoretically, we can heal. And resonance repatterning is really fast. So it just depends on the client. Sometimes the next day, um, I, I worked on a woman one time. She had a lot of anger. And we worked on the anger. And a lot of it came up. And a lot of it released. And she called me the next day. And she said, Mary, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I want to kill every person I see. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) She goes, you are out of your mind. (laughs) But it was so great because she, the second day, she was even clearing more and more anger. I, I had a young kid come in one time. I think he was 10. And he had a pretty pronounced speech impediment and he, he got it. He acquired the speech impediment when he was four years old, when his father committed suicide, he came in and we worked on that. And that was this, the only session that I saw him. And in the meantime, his family or after that, his family moved and they moved to a different school district and he went to a new school and the kids in the new school had no idea that he had had a, pe- a speech impediment. Wow. Yes. One session, gone. And, you know, he was bullied and all of those things that kids do to one another for having that speech impediment. And he didn't have that happen anymore. That's I don't a- know how you can put a price on that. That, that, that is the thing. When you get to that root cause and clarity, it's, it's really one of those aspects of like, yeah, what is that price? What is that? It's um, priceless. I had, a, I, Vic, I had a family that I worked with for a number of years, maybe a decade, and they had three sessions scheduled every month for a year. And then they would re, re-up it the next year. And any one of the family members who was having a hard time could have the session the day that, that it came up. And so they worked on themselves really hard for years and they went on vacation and the mom called me back, called me when she got back and she said, you're not going to believe what happened to us on vacation. I was like, Oh God, I repatterned somebody and it didn't work out, you know, (laughs) and she said, no, we had a blast. And she said, we all wanted to do the same things take the same courses, eat the same food, watch the same TV shows. We were completely entrained as a family. Now, how do you put a price on that? So true. I mean, you, you just can't. The value is just not, it, it's, uh, you just can't. There's no money you can put towards it. No, and, and what was even funnier about it was they went with two other families and those people didn't do any of you know work on themselves and they were fighting and griping and nobody wanted to do anything the other one did it was like very obvious <laughs> that's hilarious yeah it's it, it's amazing how that um you just again like you said earlier and this is what i'm a big fan of when you shift that energy it just changes everything it changes yes. the whole experience yes. and it and there is a there is a um, a natural law called the law of entrainment 
which says that we entrain to the frequencies of the people around us, right? We pick up on them. And so a, a Swiss physicist did an experiment with the law of entrainment and he put 25 pendulum clocks up on a wall and they were all different sizes and all different rhythms and uh, all different times. So Vic, guess how long it took them all to be swinging together? I think it was like a minute and something seconds or something like that. It's an hour. Oh, an hour. Yes. Okay. Cause I've yeah. seen a different study, but go ahead. Yes. Yes. And so you think about orbiting around um, an angry alcoholic parent for 18 years, you're going to pick up some stuff, right? And it's not yours, but it has a profound effect on your, on your system and your life. And it informs everything that you do. And the kinds of, of issues that we work with in resonance repatterning absolutely just melts those things away. That's just amazing. And it's, it's funny, too, how, you know, I, I seen another study where um, there were like little things that would click knock back and forth. And there's probably like, I don't know, about 100 of them. And they were all off sync from one another. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you ever saw this. And it was oh, amazing. Oh, I never did. No. And, and what happened was is within, I think it was like two minutes and 36 seconds. I, I don't know why that number shooting in my head. It was, it was a couple minutes in. And they all went to sync. Isn't that amazing? And it's just amazing, right? And again, you right. talk about the law of entrainment, right? The vibrations of what we are around. They try to tell people this. I try to, I teach this a lot where it's like, the you know, they say the law of association, right? Who you're around is most of the time going to be uh, who you're going to resonate or become. And I, I agree with that to a certain degree, even though it is a law. But the entrainment side, I do because I'm like the frequencies you expose yourself to multiple times over and over and over. That is what's going to shift and create your frequencies, because just like the uh, the tuning fork experiment where they hit a tuning fork and there was another one was on the other side of the room. And over a period of time, the other tuning fork resonated with the one there. <laughs> it's so cool. It, it's just that's amazing. Why, that's why spiritual teachers talk about, always talk about the company you keep. Because the company of the good sets your own higher um, um, virtues vibrating and sends them up. And you all start resonating together. And it it improves your life. Um, it's not saying don't hang around bad people. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't espouse all that judgment, but it's a, it's a good, it's a good idea to pay attention to that. Very much so. And I, and that's something that um, for some, like, what are some things then just because we're talking about people you associate with, is there like a feeling like what's indicators for someone to know that this is someone, let's say they're unaware of things, but I know there's always a feeling. I always tell people, you have a feeling, whether you want to believe or you're not intuitive, if you do, there's a feeling that you get. And I always, my, my message has always been when you're with someone, if you feel drained afterwards, you're going to really have to question that relationship. Right. Is there little tips and tricks that you have that you kind of like give like a guidance for yourself or you give tips to, uh, for your clients on this? Well, I, I think the thing, the most important thing to, to say about this is that as you work on yourself and you release your old um, negative thought patterns and limiting belief systems, the higher vibratory rate you get, you're not going to pull in people that are even questionable. 
you won't have, you know, and if you, if you do, as you clear all of these things out, you're going to get your intuition becomes clearer and clearer and clearer. And I think, I think, um, I had a spiritual teacher one time tell me that if you, if you heal yourself, you take 10 people with you. Um, so I, I think the, you know, the message here is the ultimate way to love yourself is to allow yourself to become who you are. And all of these negative thought patterns and limiting belief systems keep us from, from who we really are. And as we work on them, they, we become more and more of who we are. And, and, and life, the, the problems that you have in life start to diminish a bit. They become, you still have problems, but they're different. I think it's how we, like, I remember I used to have, if I had the same issues now, well, this, the, we all have issues. We all have stressors. We all have things we're going to deal with. Sure, but sure. The things I'm dealing with now, five, 10 years ago, my reaction to them and my viewpoint perspective on them, would, well, we're, they're two different worlds. Where, you know, today, nowadays, I look at things if, you know, my one of my like sores or wounds or, you know, limited beliefs, you know, has always came around financials just because of my upbringing. And, you know, if I, if I, let's say I take a risk on something and I lose or I lose money on it, you know, five, 10 years ago, I'd be freaking out about it. Like, well, I can't, thought here comes this. Nowadays, I'm like, well, maybe that's just not for me. I lost there. I lost here. I don't care about the how much I lost. I just lost there. I can always make it back. So I'm like, eh, I'll just go look at some, find something else that interests me more and give my, give a shot into that. Unless right. you, you, know, you, don't, you okay. don't lose sleep over it. <laughs> no, it's like, I tell people all the time, like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's amazing how less stress mentally, like I could sleep way better at night now. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. All of the, all of the little niggly piggly physical things that that you have that are that you don't know are are associated with these beliefs about yourself, um, they start to go away too. It's it's amazing. I love that. Um, I had a, a gentleman in my office one day. He came from a really traditional medical background. He had a degree in psychology, and he was he was a um, uh, personal trainer and he blew his knee out and um, it really he was had it wasn't like totally blown but he was having problems with it and he was having problems with it for a while and he'd been to everything he'd been to um, um, orthopedic person he'd been to a, a chiropractor he'd been to a lot of different um, practitioners and it was still there and so he, his wife came to me pretty regularly. She said, why don't you go try Mary? And he said, well, I don't believe in that hocus pocus. <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he came and the knees are the sub chakra of the earth chakra. And the earth chakra is about home, family, tribe, security, stability, and mom. And um, so we, it ended up, it came up that we needed to do a repatterning around his mother. And uh, it, we repatterned it and he got up and home and the next day it was gone and it never came back. 
See, I love that. I was going to ask you the question, like, has this, you know, I know there's stories of this and I know you've had them. And this is one when you're bringing up where it's that one missing link that ties it all together, like in health, like, cause with my, my, my background with everything I've, I've studied is like when someone has something like cancer, uh, I always, I always say like, you can do the, the chemo and you can do all that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same token, you got to address why that's there. Cause the body never creates something it doesn't need. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and, and I can only imagine, I mean, I've heard many stories in the past. I'm assuming with your work, you may something similar where it had helped the individual to where they, at least the body didn't have to have that anymore. Cause you got rid of the root cause and you're able to shift their energy fields to allow yeah. them to express more health and healing. Yep. Yes. It's, it's amazing. I worked with a woman one time that had lung cancer and we worked together for eight months and she couldn't figure out why she had gotten lung cancer, but it turns out that she had, I can talk about her because she's gone. Um, she found out when she was about 15 years old, her father died and, and uh, the lungs are grief, right? Her father died and her mother blamed her for the death. And then she became a, met, a, metal, a, a met, metallurgist. <laughs> she made jewelry. <laughs> and, Very cool. Yeah. And of course, that's metal. And the lung meridian in Chinese five element acupuncture is part of the metal element. And she smoked and she was in a... Uh, her jewelry shop was in her basement and it wasn't ventilated properly. And so all through those eight months, all of this came up, including clearing her mother, blaming her for her father's death. And we, we worked through all of that. By the time she died, she was ready to go. She was so clear. She understood everything that happened and it was just beautiful. That's amazing. That that's amazing. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. How, what's that worth? And that's the thing. What is it? Right. You can't put a price on it. No, you can't. I you love really that. Can't. That's amazing. And so, all right. So we've been talking a lot about resonant repattering, sharing some stories, talking about the science and so forth. So listeners are curious, how can they find out, connect with you, be able to reach out to you, learn more about what you're doing and all that you're up to and be able to help them repattern their life so they can have a different experience. Well, I have a couple of, of free offerings. I, if you go to my website, which is, has my phone number and my, my um, email and all of that, you're welcome to contact me anytime. If you have questions, I offer a free, uh, it's a five day modality course, e-course for stress. So when you sign up for it, you get an email for five days that gives you different modalities that help you with stress. There's essential oils, there's movements, there's all kinds of really great things to do that help you bring yourself back down to earth and ground you when you're having a hard time, which a lot of people are right now, right? And then I also am offering for free a master course, which is uh, pretty, goes into great depth about resonance repatterning and 
and what it does and, and how it operates and all of that. And, and that is uh, repatternit.com slash masterclass slash. Um, all of those are available and you're also able to contact me anytime. For all the listeners, I will have that in the show notes for you to connect. Uh, Mary, this was a lot of fun. I, I, I knew I was going to enjoy this convo and uh, I definitely did. I know the listeners will definitely grasp some new things and learning tips and tricks on how they can uh, empower their life and be able to create that true shift, right? Because anytime yeah. you change from the energy level, it changes everything up above from there. Well, thank you, Vic. I, I, I so appreciate you having me on. It's been delightful. Well, really. thank you. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.